This episode of the podcast is brought to you by a Revenant standing at Dunn Ranch in Winniewood, Oklahoma. The champion two-year-old back in his running days already having producers on the track, including Oklahoma Futurity winner Revenant Moon, another Oklahoma finalist in Revenant Dynasty. Oklahoma juvenile finalist and ain't done yet. His babies are running, folks, so you better hop on this while you can. He's booking fast, already getting several embryos out of him at Dunn Ranch. So make sure you jump on that, especially before his stud fee goes up next year. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. Got a lot to talk about with a busy weekend last weekend with Futurity and Derby trials to look over, as well as a couple of stakes races, so we'll get right into it. Starting at Los Alamitos, Saturday the 8th was the La Pacifica Handicap, $30,000 purse at 350 yards. Three-year-old fillies in this one. The winner was number 10, Chance It Now. Chance It Now is my favorite cartel out of the Separatist Marilyn's last, owned and bred in California by Ed Allred. Scott Willoughby, the winning trainer, the winning jockey, Victor Salazar. That was the second win on the season for Chance It Now. Two wins in a row, in fact. Won an allowance race on April 2nd leading up to the La Pacifica. That was the first stakes win and first stakes appearance for Chance It Now. 35000 in career earnings, three wins and six starts for Chance It Now, who paid $8.20 for the win. The final time of 350 yards was 17.713 seconds, a 90 speed index. Chance it now. Won it by a head over number six, Roving Kind. Affiliated by Kitty Up out of the walkthrough fire. Mare escaped the fire. A California bred as well by Ed Allred. Scott Willoughby, the trainer. And Henry Lopez had the ride. That was the fourth start of the year for Roving Kind. Won an allowance race back in February. Tried for the Los Alamitos Oaks, just didn't make it. Ran fifth in the trials. And that was also the first stakes appearance for Roving Kind, an earner of 24,000 lifetime. Third was the eight, Perry's Everlasting. This is a filly by Mr. Jess Perry out of the Corona Cartel, mayor designated driver. Armando Figueroa, the owner, Jose Flores, the trainer, and Irving Lara, the jockey. Third appearance of the year for Perry's Everlasting, another California bred. Started out the year seventh in the Los Al Oaks trials, won an allowance on April 17th before running third there in the La Pacifica. Three wins and seven starts with 20000 in earnings for the John Andrini bread. Perry's Everlasting. Fourth was the five, Sassy's Blues Girl. Another filly by favorite cartel out of the Valiant Hero Mare, Sassy Blue, H&E Ranch Incorporated the owners, Mike Castleman the trainer, Ruben Lozano with the ride. This one won an allowance back in January before running sixth in the Oaks Trials and fourth there in the La Pacifica. It was also third in the Holiday Handicap last year as well as the Pat Highland Memorial as a two-year-old. That's Sassy's Blues Girl. Rounding out the field was the three college scandal, then the seven power line road, the one best feeling. Teller Jazz MRL, just fortunate and checking favorite, was last. But congratulations to the winning connections of Chance It Now on the La Pacifica handicap win. May 9th at Los Alamitos was the grade two Miss Princess handicap, $45,000 purse at 350 yards. The winner was number three, Wambui. Another one by favorite cartel out of the walkthrough fire mare, Babe on Fire, and another stakes win for Ed Allred, trained by Scott Willoughby and Victor Salazar with the winning ride. That was the third win on the season for Wambui. Prior to that one, the New Moon Stakes on April 11th was second to Kiss Through Fire and the Denim and Diamonds, also won an allowance to kick the year off. That's the sixth win of Wambui's career, 
So had four seconds and a third to go along with that in 16 starts. 72,000 in earnings, 48,000 of that this year. Wayne Bowie was bred in California by Steve Burns. The final time of 3.50 was 17.668 seconds, a 91 speed index. And Wayne Bowie won it ahead over number six, Favorite Chick. This is another one by Favorite Cartel out of the Chicks Beduino Mayor Chicks Tell. Martha Wells, the owner breeder in California. Matthew Fells, the trainer. And Armando Cervantes with the ride. That was the third second place finish of the season out of four races for Favorite Chick. Second to Wayne Bowie as well in the New Moon. And was a finalist in the Denim and Diamonds Grade 3 in February. Second in the Cypress Handicap last year. Was fifth in the Las Damas. A finalist in the What a Way to Go. Second in the Sergeant Pepper. Then the Governor's Cup Derby as well. Nicely bred as well. This one's a full sister to Tell Cartel. And she's an earner of 51,000 in 21 career starts. Second place finisher, favorite chick. Third was the two registrant. Owned and bred by Ed Allred, Scott Willoughby the trainer, and Jesus Ayala with the ride. That was the fifth start. The registrant. Still has yet to get a win this year. One win lifetime, 14,000 in earnings. Fourth was number one, all prettied up. This one's owned by Ashley Garcia, Angela Anguino, the trainer, Diego Herrera with the ride. That was the fourth start for this one as well. Second time on the board. All against Stakes Company this year is an earner of 51000 lifetime, another Steve Burns bred. And the last two horses in the field were Victorioso Dynastia and Favorite Horizonte. Congratulations, though, to the winning connections of Wayne Bowie on the Miss Princess win. Let's talk about the Sam Houston Futurity Trials from day one. Look at the qualifying trials here. Starting with trial one on day one. One qualifier coming out of this trial. That was number nine, Mr. DeCappy, the winner. He's a gelding by Capo DeCappy out of Redheads Run Hotter by One Sweet Jess. Owned by Jesus Oliveira, Angel Sanchez, the trainer. Jose Martinez with the ride. One for one now with 9,000 in earnings for Mr. DeCappy. Winning his trial with the third fastest time. Coming into the trials, had a nice schooling race at Sam Houston on April 6th, 13.57 the time. That was third fast out of 71 for Mr. DeCappy. He was good enough to qualify. He paid $4.60 on the win in the final time of 3.30 with 17.068 seconds, a 90 speed index. Mr. DeCappy blew him away. He won it by three and a quarter over the four, Just Call Me Jess, and the five, Chewy's Attorney. Just Call Me Jess is by One Sweet Jess out of the Strawfly Special Mayor Justified and Chewy's Attorneys by Volcom out of the Corona Cartel Mayor Gotcha Cartel. Neither one of them made the juvenile. Mr. DeCappy just beat them that bad, three and a quarter lengths to get the qualifying spot there and the third fastest time. Trial three was the fastest of the night. One by number three, A Political Crystal. This affiliate by Apolitical Jess out of the walkthrough fire mare, walkthrough crystal owned by Ruse Ranch, Adrian Wheatrone, the trainer, Nestor Duran with the ride, another affiliate that's one for one in career so far. Decent workouts coming into the trials, but very valiantly bred, and she blew him away as well. The final time for her 330 was 16.918 seconds, one at two and a half lengths, and this one with a 95 speed index. Beat number two, Candy for the Baby. And the eight, Flaming Perry, was third. Then the six, Vaquero Stone. Candy for the Baby and Flaming Perry, neither one could qualify to the Juvenile or the Futurity. Just couldn't quite keep up with a political crystal who will definitely be tough to beat heading into the finals.
trial four produced one qualifier, but it was to the juvenile. Didn't make the futurity. Sixth fastest time on the night was number eight, Rare B. Rare B is a gelding by FDD Dynasty out of the Foos Mare, Never Say Never B. Jose Espinoza, the owner, Jose Lopez, trains, and Luis Vivanco had the ride. That was the second start for Rare B. First time out was fourth in the Harris Futurity Trials and then managed to get the win here. 9,300 in earnings so far. It was bred in Texas by Bilal Oaks. The time, 17.160 seconds and 87 speed index, one at three quarters of a length. Over the five, JM Jesse James, one, two, three. And number three, Jet and EC was third with Tempting Policy, number seven, and fourth. None of those qualified either. It was just Rare B with the sixth fastest time on the night. Trial five. A couple of qualifiers here. One to the Futurity and one to the Juvenile. The winner, of course, making it to the Futurity, was number seven, BH Inks. This is a filly by EC Jet One out of the Snowbound Mare, Apollo Snowbound, owned by Taiki Racing, Juan Diaz Jr. Trains, Victor Urieta Jr. with the ride. That was the second start for this EC Jet One filly. Was fifth in the Harris Futurity Trials back in March. Failed to qualify, obviously. Bounced back in a huge way, though. Qualified to the Sam Houston Futurity for the Oregon bred BH Inks. Paid $4.20 on the win. The final time was 17.088 seconds, a 90 speed index. BH Inks won it by a length over number eight, Cool Muddy, who was the 10th fastest qualifier on the night, made the juvenile. A gelding by Muddy Waters of the first down dash mare, all I ever wanted. Sunset Well Service Incorporated, the owners and breeders in Texas, Jorge Valenzuela, the trainer, and Manuel Gutierrez with the ride. That was the first start of the career for Cool Muddy. Coming into the trials, had some decent works. Nothing just jumps off the page at you was well enough to qualify to the juvenile with the last spot of the night in Cool Muddy. His time was 17.265 seconds. That was an 84 speed index. Third was the four. Remember, Mac obviously didn't qualify since Cool Muddy was 10th fastest. Then the two was fourth. That's Hot Dynasty Z. But BH Inks and Cool Muddy, the qualifiers out of that one. Let's skip all the way to the ninth trial of the night where we have more qualifiers, two qualifiers out of this one, including the winner, Dr. Tula. Dr. Tula was fifth fastest on the night, just managed to qualify for the Futurity, a filly by Kiss My Hawks out of the Corona Cartel, Mare Charming Corona, CB Racing LLC, the owners, Adrian Wheatron, the trainer, and Nestor Duran had the ride. One for one is Dr. Tula so far, coming into the trials, had some nice works, has great connections as well, Adrian. We trained with a bunch of qualifiers to the Sam Houston as well as Nestor Duran. Paid $10.80 on the win in this one. The final time was 17.099 seconds and 89 speed index. Dr. Tula wanted a half length over juvenile qualifier. Number two, Temptastic. This one's a filly by Tempting Dash out of the first and cool Mara Game Dame. Baltimore Arraza, the owner. Rodolfo Sanchez trains. Noe Villatoro with the ride. Another one that made the first start in the trials there. Very good workout coming into it. Just didn't manage to get the win, but did qualify to the juvenile for 71, 72,000, I think is what it said. And then Rock My Heart was third. Another tempting dash. Just didn't qualify to the juvenile either. And then fourth was the four Jetsy Corona. Obviously didn't qualify either. To trial 10. 
One qualifier out of this one to the juvenile. That's the two. Glory Secret. This is a Colt by He's Our Secret out of the Mr. Eye Opener Mare, Eye of Glory. J.P. Quarterhorse is the owner. Sportifio Fierro, the trainer. And Francisco Giles with the ride. This one was bred in Texas by Johnny Trotter. One for one now after that win. Had some decent works at Sam Houston preparing for the Sam Houston trials and managed to make the juvenile. Won it pretty easily, though. Won it by a length and a half. 17.199 was the time. 86 speed index. Uh, he kind of jumped the light at the wire whenever he approached that. He kind of halted it a little bit, and that might have held up his time a little bit. I don't know by how much. I don't know what would have happened if he had just ran straight through and not would have done that. He might have qualified for the futurity. Who knows? But uh, Glory Sigurd, the lone qualifier out of trial 10. Second was the nine big fascination with the 10 Ducker, Tucker Dynasty in there for third, and the three Toshaway in there for fourth. Glory Secret, the lone qualifier out of the 10th trial. And in the 11th, we have two more to talk about from the first day. Number two, Hockett to You was the winner. He ended up with the second fastest time on the night. This one's by Kiss My Hawks. Out of the one famous Eagle Mare, Lil' Famous Dash, owned by Reynold Munoz and Heavy Hitters Racing. Juan Diaz Jr., the trainer, Victor Urieta Jr. with the ride. That was the second win of the career for Hockett to you. He was also the second fastest qualifier for the Oklahoma Futurity at Remington Park this year, where he managed to run second, a close second, I might add, in the finals. Did very good in the trials for this one with the second fastest time. 95000 in earnings so far for Hockett to you. The final time of 330 was 16.982 seconds, a 93 speed index, one at a length and a half. Over the ninth fastest qualifier, making it to the juvenile number seven, Fabulous Lincoln. This is a Colt by one Fabulous Eagle out of the Good Reason SA Mayor Kate's Reason, owned by Eduardo Leon, Adrian Huitron, the trainer, and Esther Duran with the ride. That was the second start for Fabulous Lincoln. Was fourth in the Harris Trials first time out. Managed to run close enough to hock it to you to make it to the juvenile. And this one was bred in Oklahoma by Darling Farms. The final time for Fabulous Lincoln was 17.229 seconds and 85 speed index. Running third was the four Notorious. Didn't manage to qualify. And then fourth was number one, VF Dash in Blood. So that's a look at night one. We'll get into night two for the Sam Houston. Let's get into day two for the Sam Houston Futurity. Starting with trial three. That's where the first qualifier comes from. That's number one, Delicious. This one's by Deal Again, out of the Shazoom Mare, Teen Alicious. Owned by Edgar Araza, Rodolfo Sanchez, the trainer, and Noe Villatoro with the ride. One for one is Deal Alicious after that win, qualifying fifth fastest to the Futurity. Had the fastest time on April 6th at Sam Houston, going 250 and 1344 out of 71. So look to be a player coming into this. The time for the 330 yards was 17.273 seconds and 84 speed index. Won it by a length and a quarter. Over number six, favorite temptation, followed by the nine jolt and the seven Mia Fabulosa. Neither of those three qualified, but Delicious was good enough. Just good enough with the fifth fastest time to make the futurity. Trial four. One qualifier coming out of this one to the juvenile. That's number nine, Callie Chrome. He's by Moon of the Eagle out of the walkthrough fire mare, the California girl, Almada Racing, the owners. Juan Diaz Jr., the trainer, Victor Urieta Jr. with the ride. Cali Chrome, one for one in his career so far. 
had some decent works preparing for the Sam Houston Futurity and just ran a very good race. His time was 17.335 seconds and 82 speed index, won it by two and three quarters. Over number seven, Totoli Time, who didn't manage to qualify, and the two, Cosmos Spotzel, followed by the eight, always there. None of those qualify, but Cali Chrome was good enough to make the juvenile. On to trial seven. Another juvenile qualifier here just missed the futurity. That's number seven running a big wave. He's by Big Daddy Cartel out of the Wave Carver Mare, Wave Running. Francisco Garza, the owner. Jose Sanchez trains. Eddie Sanchez had the ride. Second win of Running a Big Wave's career. Won his trial and set the fastest time for the Harris Futurity. Ended up seventh in the grade three finals before bouncing back to win his trial for the Sam Houston and make the juvenile. 24,000 earnings for the Texas bred. Running a Big Wave. The time... 17.292 seconds and 83 speed index. Won it by three quarters of a length over Jess Special Folly V, who didn't manage to make the juvenile. And TF Mr. Jess Candy after that, followed by Idel Goal. Trial 8 had three qualifiers to the Futurity. And yes, all three of them made the Futurity. Starting with number four. Second fastest time on the night, El Goncito, a cult by the Louisiana Cartel out of Going Separate Ways by Separatist. Arturo Esquivel, the owner, Adrian Huitron, the trainer, Nestor Duran, with the ride. El Gancito broke his maiden here in the trials, was third his first two times out in the trials for the Harris Futurity and the finals. Grade 3 made 39,000 so far after that trial win, managed to set the second fastest time of the night. This was a very close trial. His time was 17.191 seconds and 86 speed index, won it by a head over third fastest qualifier, number 3, Lucky Dice. Lucky Dice is a cult by One Sweet Jess at a faux dice by First Down Dash, owned by J&J Stone Company Incorporated, Joel, Joel Heatron on the trainer, and Manuel Gutierrez with the ride. Three starts now for Lucky Dice, all three of them second place finishes, was second in the Harris Futurity and second in the Harris Futurity Final. Also second there in the trials, obviously, 55,000 earnings for the Kentucky bred Lucky Dice, bred in Kentucky by Gentry Farms. Lucky Dice ran the 330 in 17.204 seconds, another 86 speed index, and running it in 17.207, just behind that, is number nine. He's tempting GL, the fourth fastest qualifier on day two. He's by He's Relentless, out of the Saced attempt by tempting Dash. Garza Laurel Partnership, the owners, Jose Garcia, the trainer. Rolando Cabrera with the ride. This one was a winner last time out in a maiden race before running third there in the trials. Was sixth in the Harris trials prior to that maiden win. Has made just over 6,000 so far. Run third, but still managed to make the Sam Houston Futurity. I'm sure those connections are really happy. Fourth was the two, Ivory Royale. Didn't manage to make the Juvenile or the Futurity. Did this Ivory James offspring. Trial nine is next. Two more qualifiers to go over. This was the fastest trial of the night. Won by number 10, Corona's Candyman. This is a cult by Jess Good Candy out of the Corona Cartel, Mayor Follies and Corona. On by Florentino Leone, Adrian Wheatron, the trainer, Nestor Duran with the ride. One for one. This Corona's Candyman had some decent works preparing here for the Sam Houston. Managed to set the fastest time. This one's an Iowa bred. You don't see that very much in Texas. $6.20 on the win. The fastest time of the night, like I said, 17.037 was the time. Won it by a length and three quarters over the seventh fastest time of the night. Number seven, RC Dashing Rebel. 
This is a Philly by One Dashing Eagle. I have a fly by them all by Straw Fly Special. Owned by Tyke Racing, Juan Diaz Jr., the trainer. Victor Urieta Jr. had the ride. RC Dashing Rebel. Two starts, both second place finishes with second in the Harris Futurity Trials. Didn't qualify there, though. Managed to make the juvenile, though, in this one. Third was the eight, one night too long, and fourth was the six, Grail. Neither one of those qualified to the juvenile either. Trial 11. Race 12 on the card. Two qualifiers to the juvenile out of this one, including number seven, No Secret Knockout. This is a cult by No Secrets here out of the producing mare, Adolph Trace Knockout by Trace Sace. Five Puig Racing, the owners and breeders in Oklahoma. Juan Diaz Jr. trains. Victor Urieta Jr. with the ride. One for one after that trial. Some decent works preparing for that, but the pedigree got him there. I hadn't seen anything out of Adolph Trace Knockout that hadn't won a race. So... He ended up eighth fastest on the night. The time was 17.329 and 82 speed index. Won it by a neck over the 10th fastest time of the night. Number 10, RC Relentless Grace. This is a Philly by He's Relentless. Out of the first down dash, Mare L.A. Mishka. On by Taiki Racing. Juan Diaz Jr., the trainer. Manuel Gutierrez with the ride. This one was seventh in the Harris Futurity Trials and bounced back to run second and qualified to the juvenile here. A lot of improvement. Between races for RC Relentless Grace. We'll see what she can do in the juvenile. Running third in that one was Cooling the Fire, and then fourth was the nine, I'm a Cita. Neither one of them qualified to the Sam Houston Futurity. But there's a look at your qualifiers for the Sam Houston Futurity. The finals, I believe, are May 28th in the $700,000 race. Good luck to everybody at Qualified. Support for the podcast is brought to you by Flare Strips. During intensive exercise, horses can only breathe through their nose and not their mouth. That means all oxygen needed for exercise can only pass through the nasal passages, the narrowest part of the upper airway. A significant portion of the nasal passages is supported by bone or cartilage. When breathing hard, the soft tissue overlying this unsupported region is sucked inward, reducing the nasal passages and greatly increasing resistance to air intake. Studies show that during exercise, over 50% of resistance to air flow to the lungs comes from the nasal passages. Flare equine nasal strips make breathing easier by providing a spring-like force that gently supports the soft tissues over the nasal passages so they collapse less. Numerous studies prove that the strips improve airflow to the lungs, reduce fatigue, reduce lung bleeding, and quicken recovery. Visit flarestrips.com for more information. Let's move over to Oklahoma City, talk about the Heritage Place Futurity Trials. It was a great group of trials on the weekend for both the Futurity and the Derby. Let's get right into it. Starting with Trial 2 on Day 1. One qualifier coming out of this one to the Futurity. That was the fastest time of the night. Number 8, LS Jack's Back. This is a gelding by Corona Cartel out of PJ Chicken Black by Desirio. PJ Chicken Black looks like she's got yet another runner on her hands. With LS Jack's back, owned by Jack Smith Farms, John Steinbaugh, the trainer, and the jockey Francisco Calderon. That was the first out for LS Jack's back and did it in very impressive fashion. Had just really impressive workouts heading into this. I mean, PJ Chicken Black never, never produces one that just can't run for some reason. Final time was 17.861 and 81 speed index. He did that into a 16 mile an hour headwind. 
Won it by three lengths, just blew him away here in the second trial. Defeated number nine, BP Fancy Down South, a stakes qualifier in her own right. And the seven Southern Famous one was third, followed by the five, Laugh Factory, who finished fourth. LS Jack's back, though, the only one to make any of the finals here in that trial. Let's move to trial four. A pair of qualifiers out of this one to the juvenile, including the winner, number seven, Cartel Dragon. He's my favorite cartel out of the Dean Miracle Mare Hidden Dragon, owned by Guerrero's Racing Stables, Troy Carter, the trainer, Rodrigo Vallejo with the ride. Cartel Dragon was second, first time out on March 20th against Maiden Company, and bounced back to get the win here. Had a decent work preparing for the Heritage Trials. A New Mexico bred here by Rafter W. Stables. The time, 18.008 seconds, a 76 speed index. Won it by a head. Over the ninth fastest time of the night, number nine, BP CK Eagle. This is a Philly by Moon of the Eagle out of CC Policy by Corona Cartel, owned and bred in Oklahoma by Bill Price, D. Keener, the trainer, Juan Polito with the ride. BP CK Eagle. Eighth, first time out in the Oklahoma Futurity Trials, third against Maiden Company on April 17th, and then was second here in the Heritage Trials, 5,100 in earnings for the Oklahoma bred. Final time. For BPCK Eagle was 18.037, another 76 speed index, just out bobbed by Cartel Dragon. Third was the three, Wicked Eagle two, followed by the five, Fly Down a Fly. Neither one of them managed to qualify for the juvenile. Trial five produced one qualifier. That's number eight, PYC Fast and Famous. Ended up with the fifth fastest time on the night to make the million dollar futurity. Gelding by PYC Paint Your Wagon out of the one famous Eagle Mare, illegally famous. Jerry Kate and Gene Schneider, the owners. Stacy Shred Hill trains. Benito Baca with the ride. PYC, fast and famous, broke his maiden here in the trials. Was second first time out against Maiden Company on April 11th. With a decent workout preparing for it as well. Another Oklahoma bred just managed to qualify. PYC, fast and famous with a 17.958. He won it by three quarters of a length with an 80, 78 speed index. Excuse me. Second was number one, Rock Candy Blue, followed by the three, Blackwater Secret, and the four, BA Grand Train GL. Neither of those three managed to qualify to the juvenile. So we'll move to trial six. Trial six produced the fourth fastest qualifier of the evening, number one, Relentless Anywhere. This is a gelding by He's Relentless out of the Ivory James Mare Specials Jamie, owned by James Sills, Eddie Willis, the trainer, Jimmy Brooks, had the ride. Relentless Anywhere broke his maiden here in the trials, was eighth first time out in the Remington Park Futurity Trials, third in the maiden race on April 15th. Managed to get the win that time, though. 12,000 in earnings for the Oklahoma bred Relentless Anywhere. The final time of 350. 17.953 seconds, a 78 speed index, won it by three quarters of a length over number five, Whiskey Glasses. And whiskey Glasses, if he'd gotten a better start, he probably would have won this race. He just, let me see what the chart notes say on it. They just say bumped and fought back, which that doesn't do him justice. He got bumped pretty hard, lost his path, and had to somehow manage his way to get up in there for second. I still don't know how he did it. I thought he was going to run seventh by the way he started. Third was the eight famous Coronas, and then the four was fourth, one Shazum and Eagle. Trial seven was another dandy of a trial. The second fastest time of the night came out of this one, number four, Jet Black Grace. This is a gelding by Jet Black Patriot out of Thrilling Grace by Mr. Jess Perry, owned by Zetro Racing Corporation, Fidicio Jimenez, the trainer, Juan Polito with the ride. Two for two, Jet Black Grace won a maiden 
on April the 2nd at Remington. 19000 in earnings. Very good bread and a Texas bread by Fulton King Sabe Ranches. Big old horse, too. I think he's like, he's over 1,200 pounds already as a two-year-old. The time of 350 for Jet Black Grace was 17.916 seconds, a 79 speed index, one and a half length over the sixth fastest time of the night. Number seven, Press is My Hero. Press is My Hero is a gelding by Valiant Hero out of the Corona Cartel, Mayor Presley I, owned by Dunn Ranch, Monte Rosa the trainer, and the jockey Francisco Calderon. This one was a maiden winner first time out, ran second in the trial here. Another one owned by Dunn Ranch that should have that should have won this trial. I mean, not a very good start for Press is My Hero either. Um, had to change paths and managed to make his way in there for second and set the sixth fastest time. So you'd think with a better start, could have perhaps beaten Jet Black Grace or maybe would have gotten close enough to qualify to the Futurity. Running third was number five, Jest for Speed, was the seventh fastest time on the night, a gelding by Apolitical Jess out of the Corona Cartel, Mare shaded in speed, Brighton DeWald, the owner, Jason Olmstead, the trainer, and Berkeley Packer had the ride. This one was fifth, first time out against Maiden Company on April 16th, and then managed to run third here and just qualify for the Juvenile, 2300 in earnings for the Utah bred Jest for Speed. This one's time was 17.987, a 77 speed index to qualify. Fourth was number one, Alligator. Didn't manage to qualify for the juvenile for that one either. Race 10, trial 9. The third fastest time of the night came out of this trial. Number 2, Sassolitical. This is a filly by Apolitical Jess out of the producing mare, Jess Sassme by Mr. Jess Perry. Owned by Tyler Graham and a Dame Racing. Clinton Crawford, the trainer. Jorge Torres with the ride. Two for two now. Sassolitical won a maiden race on April 16th. Along with the trial, 19,000 in earnings. Valiantly bred filly here. Definitely going to be worth some money out of her babies one day with that kind of pedigree and the way she's running already. Then babies are going to go high. Third fastest time on the night. The time was 17.930. Won it by two lengths in this one in the 79 speed index. Won it over number one, separation of power in the nine in SM ice. Favorite ice, I should say. And then the four, candy and coronas followed that. Sassolitical. The lone qualifier out of that one. One more to talk about on day one. The last trial of the night was won by number six, Reimagine, who had the 10th fastest time on the night to make the $100,000 juvenile. He's a gelding by Freight Train B out of the Mr. Jess Perry, Mare Splendiferous, owned by Jose Espinoza, Jose Lopez, the trainer, and Francisco Calderon with the ride. That was the second win on the career for Reimagine. Romped in his Remington Park Futurity trial and ended up sixth in the Remington Futurity, which he should be moved up to fourth here soon. And won his trial here. Just managed to qualify to the juvenile, though, for the Bobby Cox bred reimagined earner of 63000 now lifetime. His time of 350 was 18.047 seconds, a 75 speed index. He won it by a half length over number three value bet in the seven Revenant Dynasty. And Miss Beth Dutton was fourth. So congratulations to the qualifiers from night one. We'll get into night two. Let's get into day two for the Heritage Futurity. We'll start in trial two yet again. Three qualifiers out of this second trial of the evening. One to the Futurity and two to the Juvenile. Number three was your winner, Dreamsville. Dreamsville's by He's Relentless. Out of Answer the Dream by Trey Sace, owned by Elizabeth Logan, D. Keener the trainer, and Juan Polito had the ride. Dreamsville broke his maiden here in the trials, was eighth in the Remington trials. His first time out, second in a maiden race in April. Managed to get the victory here. 14000 in earnings for the Oklahoma-bred Dreamsville. Had the fifth fastest time on the night, which was 
18.163, a 72 speed index, won it by three quarters of a length. Very strong toward the end of that race was Dreamsville. Defeated a late charging number five, Rocket 17, who was the ninth fastest time of the night, making it to the juvenile. A cold by Apolitical Jess out of Trace Magicals by Trace Sace, owned and bred by the Quarter Company in California. Eddie Willis, the trainer. Jimmy Brooks had the ride. That was the first out for Rocket 17. Had some decent works preparing for that. Valiantly bred. Apolitical Jess and Trace Sace seem to go very well with each other. But then again, everything with Apolitical Jess seems to go very well <laughs> with one another. Rocket 17, ninth and fastest of the evening. And the time was 18.277 seconds, a 69 speed index. Was up by a neck over third place finisher and 10th fastest on the night, number nine, Sippin' Hayden. Sippin' Hayden's a gelding by Dunranch Stallion A Revenant out of the Relegate Mare in Trust, owned by Rafter W. Stables. Michael Jordan, the trainer, Raul Ramirez Jr., had to ride. That was the, also the first out for Sippin' Hayden, third in the race. Nothing as far as the workouts really jumped out at you prior to that, but was fast enough to make the juvenile New Mexico bred Sippin' Hayden. go to trial three only one qualifier out of this one but it was the second fastest time on the night that's number nine aj's trace of paint this is a cult by a political jess out of a trace of paint by trace sace on by julio contreras troy carter the trainer rodrigo vallejo had the ride that was the first win for aj's trace of paint was second in the remington futurity trials before running seventh in the finals blew him away here in this trial though Forty-eight thousand in earnings now for aj's trace of paint the time 18.015 seconds, a 76 speed index. Won it by two and a quarter. Over number one, next Galaxy over. And then the three, Corona and Huddy, and the five, Nash Ridge, ended up fourth. Trial four with one qualifier as well. This one to the juvenile, number two, Olivia DiCapo with the seventh fastest time on the night. Philly by Capo DiCapi. Out of the Shazoom mirror, Shazooming for first. Abelardo Flores Jr., the owner. Eddie Willis, the trainer. Jimmy Brooks with the ride. This one was third. First time out before breaking her maiden here in this one. Decent workouts preparing for that as well. 10,000 earnings for Olivia DiCapo. Red Oklahoma by Abel Flores. Seventh fastest time on the night. The time was 18.243 seconds. A 70 speed index. One by three quarters of a length over the seven. Peeves Gambler. Then the four. Rainbow to Roses. And the three, Fabulous Donald, was after that. Trial five produced one qualifier as well to the juvenile. That's number seven, Rock and Red Rhythm. Eighth fastest time on the night, a cult by one famous eagle out of Love Samba by Corona Cartel. On by HV Ranch, LLC. Edomiri Carrizales, the trainer. And Juan Polito had the ride. Two for two now is Rock and Red Rhythm. 19,000 earnings, won a maiden race on April 10th. Preparing for this, the time of 350 yards was 18.243 seconds, a 70 speed index. Romped in this one, a length and a quarter win for Rock and Red Rhythm over the six Uptown Ruler and the five A Political Straw with Good Candy Girl finishing fourth. That's the eighth fastest qualifier, Rock and Red Rhythm. Trial seven produced two qualifiers on the night, one to the Futurity and one to the Juvenile, including number five, Survival. He's a gelding by Valiant Hero out of the Mr. Jess Perry Mayor Splendiferous, owned by Dunn Ranch, Monte Rosa, the trainer, James Flores, with the ride. This one was second first time out against Maiden Company on April 17th. Managed to get the win here in this one. Beautiful gray gelding. Survival. He's a very good looking horse. The time was 18.089 seconds, a 74 speed index. 
Won it by a half length over the sixth fastest time of the night. Number one, Trapper John, who managed to qualify to the juvenile. A Colt by Freight Train B out of CP, the flirt by Straw Flying Buds. Owned and bred in Oklahoma by James Sills. Eddie Willis, the trainer. Jimmy Brooks with the ride. Trapper John was first in his first race. Remington Park Futurity Trials. Third in the Remington Finals. Ran second here in the Heritage Trials. 113000 in earnings already for Trapper John. Might lead the field in earnings here for the juvenile. I imagine he does. Third was the eight Vaquero, and fourth was number three, a fast ribbon. Neither one of those made the juvenile, but survival and Trapper John really impressed me there in that trial. Trial nine was the fastest of the night, won by number three, Political Rose. She's by a political Jess out of the cartel or Carter's cartel mare, Cartel Rosie. Owned by Dunn Ranch, Monte Rosa, the trainer, and James Flores with the ride, the second qualifier for all the connections. For the Futurity, second win of the career for Political Rose. Won a maiden race prior to that, was fourth in the Remington Trials, first time out. 22,000 earnings for the Stone Chase Stables bred Political Rose, who just absolutely dominated this trial. The time was 17.951 seconds, two and three quarter length win with a 78 speed index for Political Rose. Now, you guys just heard me talk about the two Dunn Ranch qualifiers here on night two. Just think if the two from day one had gotten a better trip. Whiskey glasses impresses my hero. I can't help but think if those two got a better trip, they would have qualified too because both of their trials, they ran second and they ran second to horses that qualified to the Futurity. So that's just crazy to me that they could have full horses in this Heritage Place Futurity. That just shows you how good their horses are. I'm telling you. Following Political Rose was number five, Enticing. Then the four, Hello, and the seven, Levi's Domain. None of them qualified to even the Juvenile that night. Last trial to talk about is the last trial of the evening. The fourth fastest time of the night came out of the last trial as number four, Fiery Passage. Fiery Passage is by Walk Through Fire out of the Separatist Mare Desert Passage, owned by Stephanie Lopez, Stacey Charette Hill, the trainer, Benito Baca with the ride. This one was a qualifier to the Harris Futurity first time out, ran ninth in the finals, broke his maiden here in the trials, 15,000 in earnings, managed to sneak by with the fourth fastest time, of 18.159 to 72 speed index. Won it by a length and a quarter. Just romped in this one. A lot of romping winners in the Heritage Trials over the weekend. Second was number eight. First political party. Then the three NSM. Parks Candy Girl. Followed by the one Rock the Candy Tree. Congratulations to all the Heritage Place Futurity qualifiers. Now let's get into the Derby. Joining me now is a multiple graded stakes winning trainer. He's got a shot at another one this weekend in the Kindergarten Futurity with Midnight Fling. A race he's already won before in the kindergarten futurity. Please welcome Mr. Terry Knight. So Midnight Fling, your qualifier for the kindergarten futurity. What can you tell us about her? Well, you know, uh, you know, we thought she was a nice filly uh, when we broke her and we started with her. Uh, you know, uh, of course, you don't know how nice until you, you know, start breezing them a little bit. And uh, she breezed real well. Uh, and uh, we had to make a decision, you know, after her second breeze. <coughs> Do we want to uh, just run her in a maiden race uh, or, uh, you know, try her in the trials and just use that kind of as our maiden race, so to speak, because, you know, when you start looking at all these fraternities, they kind of run together. Right. Uh, it would have been two weeks probably after her work that we might have might have been looking for a uh, maiden race. <clears throat> and then uh, 
potentially after that, another couple of weeks, you get the trials to the kindergarten. Then, uh, you know, if you're fortunate enough to qualify through three weeks later, you're running again, then, uh, getting ahead of yourself a little bit, but trying to make a plan you, two weeks after that, you got trials to the Ed Burke. So you got to kind of draw a line somewhere and kind of come up with a strategic plan that, you know, you think is going to best suit your horse. Right. So this is what we decided to do. And, uh, you know, so far, fortunately, it worked out that she ran well enough to qualify. <clears throat> and what is her personality like? Is she easy going or a little ratty? Or uh, you know, she's a little bit typical of the political justice. She's a little hot. Uh, not she's not uh, hot and not in a stupid way. You know, her motor runs a little high. Uh, but uh, so far, since her race, she's been doing well and hadn't gotten too stirred up yet. Now you said you guys were pretty excited about her from the start, but has she been a pro from the start, or did it take her a while to figure out what she needed to do? Nah, she was fairly straightforward. Uh, you know, uh, obviously the first time we qualified her, uh, you know, we didn't have her, you know, ready to do anything fancy, so we just kind of let her go down there and just kind of try to figure things out. And uh, you know, obviously her next her next trip down there, she, you know. She looked much different uh, from the first time we worked her. So, and what does she need to do to improve going into the finals? Well, I I think it's like any of these horses. You know, none of them. You know, it'll probably be well. Obviously, the second, probably the third start for most of them. We definitely need to to improve and move forward, which uh, you know I think we can. Uh, but I think the others in there can also. You know, so right. Uh, you know, I think it's a pretty evenly matched group of horses. We stopped for one or two races, but, uh, you know, we feel like she's got a, a step forward that she can make. And, uh, you know, I think if she does and doesn't run into any trouble or anything, I think we've got, she's got as good a shot as anybody. And of course you won that race back in 2018 with Wicked Affair. Are there any similarities between that mare and Midnight Fling? You know, not really. Uh, they're pretty, they're kind of opposites really, uh, uh, other than just being early, early two-year-olds, uh, both January falls, and they kind of uh, got themselves ready uh, early. But uh, Wicked Affair did not; ha- she did not have the gate speed this really had. Uh, she she was more a filly that uh, was running always on the end of end of her race. Uh, this filly, I don't know. You know, it's t- way too early to tell, but she's got quick, good gate speed. Now, uh, we just don't know how far she'll be able to carry it. Right. What else has she pointed to this year? Well, we got her in everything. She's in the Edinburgh, she's in the Golden State, and uh, she's in the two million. So we've got her, you know, we got her in everything if she's, you know, good enough. Uh, but we don't know that until we just, you know, get a little further down the road here. Right. Are there any other two-year-olds in your barn that you that we should keep an eye on this year? Well, we had another filly here that, uh, you know, she's, we, we bought out a sailor last year and, uh, she's starting to train well. She had a, a nice breeze the other day, but we're kind of in a little bit of the same predicament with her. Uh, I didn't know if I wanted to, to run her back quick off of her breeze, but, uh, you know, when you pay them into these securities, you, you know, it kind of forces your hand a little bit. We got her in the Ed Burke and, the other fraternity, so we're kind of contemplating of 
trying to find a maiden race this weekend for her with uh, with the thought if she runs well enough to come back and get Burke trials in two weeks. Uh, her name is Glass Ceiling, a favorite cartel filly. Well, it seems like favorite cartels are always hot, especially in California. So <laughs> Yeah, no, they're, they're honest horses. You know, they, they show up and run. Yeah, it sounds like they have a lot of heart from what I hear. People that I know that work with favorite cartels, they say, oh, yeah, they got a lot of heart. Yeah. Are there, uh, how'd you begin in the horse racing industry? What got you involved? Uh, my dad was a trainer way back in the, you know, in the, in the 60s, 70s. And actually, I grew up down around Los Alamitas and, uh, you know, I hung out, I hung out around the racetrack when I was little and, uh, he kind of got started through him, just, you know, hanging out with him and going to the races. And Actually, I started with the quarter horses back in the 70s. Got away from that and just went into thoroughbreds. And uh, uh, this owner of mine, uh, Pete Perella, Legacy Ranch, uh, I trained many thoroughbreds for him for a lot of years. And uh, kind of... Uh, situation arose at uh, Los Alamitas where his uh, his trainer was retiring and I was moving down there because I had to move out of my stable in Northern California with thoroughbreds and one thing led to another so I ended up taking over his quarter horses as well as the thoroughbreds I had for him and it just kind of developed that way again right and once you were interested in the business, did you always know you wanted to be a trainer, or did you, did you have other plans at first? Well, you know, I I always knew I probably wanted to do something with the horses. Didn't really know what. I, I as a young kid, I played a lot of golf, uh, and uh, I was pretty good and played with a lot of a lot of kids uh, my age uh, at that time that had had turned into be real good players, uh, but I didn't. I didn't have the focus to devote all my time to it. Uh, uh, you know, the horses kept pulling me one way and, you know, in the, in the golf, and it's like anything else, you got to give it a hundred percent if you're going to try to go anywhere with it. Right. Yeah. And it's not exactly a nine to five job either, is it? The 21 Seconds Podcast is brought to you by Dunn Ranch in Winniewood, Oklahoma. Standing Dash Master Jess, Sire of Sire's Cup Derby winner Jess Master Angel. Highest Fire, Sire of Wokatee on Fire, who was runner-up in the Heritage Place Futurity. Jess Lips, who last fall Sire Dash for Cash Futurity winner, one more and I'm gone V. Also, one Valiant Hero, Sire of Multiple Stakes winner, Love is Everything V. And don't forget about A. Revenant, who is booking fast and has already produced Oklahoma Futurity winner, Revenant Moon. Dunn Ranch also offers mare services such as embryo transfer, ICSI, boarding, fallout services, and more. And don't forget they're one of the best in the country when it comes to sales prep. Don't miss out on looking at their yearlings at the sales this fall. Dunn Ranch, success starts here. This doesn't seem to happen very often, but there was at least one qualifier from each of the six trials for the Heritage Place Derby, let's get right into it with trial number one. This was the fifth fastest time of the night, won by number four, Fallout. Fallout is a gelding by favorite cartel out of Fall For It by Separatist, owned by Dunn Ranch, Monte Rosa, the trainer, and James Flores with the ride. What a weekend those connections had. As the third start of the career for Fallout, his second win, 
second win in a row at that as well. He was second first time out against Maiden Company, romped in another Maiden race on April 16th in the slop and got the win there. Took a while to get back to the winner's circle. Uh, I'm not sure what exactly happened, but I did see on the simulcast that uh, Monte Rosa seemed to check Fallout's nose when he, once the picture was taken in the winner's circle. So I imagine he bled. Uh, he should have plenty of time. I think it's about three weeks until the finals, so he should have plenty of time to heal up from that. But he didn't end up with the fifth fastest time of the night. And that time was 19.628 seconds for the 400 yards and 92 speed index. Won it by a length over the eighth fastest qualifier, number three, Dreamland Express. This is a gelding by Zulu Dragon out of Answer the Dream by Trace Sace. A half-sibling to Futurity qualifier, Dreamsville. That's pretty cool. Owned by Lloyd Yoder and Garvin Kelly, Deakinder the trainer, Juan Polito with the ride. Dreamland Express, still a maiden. Or, excuse me, not a maiden. Hasn't won a race this year, I should say. Two-time winner in seven starts. Last year, didn't manage to qualify to any stakes races, but career-wise has been first or second four times out of seven starts. 17,000 earnings for Dreamland Express, who had the time of 19.795, an 88 speed index. And was another length and a quarter in front of third place finisher Tellerall Return. Then followed that was the Seven Peeves Blue Duck. Trial two produced one qualifier. That's number two, Spotty Politics. He's a gelding by a political blood out of the favorite cartel, Mare Sunspot Baby, owned and trained by Matthew Eck. Rolando Rodales had the ride. That was the fourth start this year for Spotty Politics. Won two races so far this year. Four races lifetime out of ten. Last year qualified and ran fifth in the Speed Horse Futurity. That's the only stake he's made in his career, I believe. His other win this year was against Optional Claiming Company at Remington. He's made 37,000 lifetime. The final time was 19.686 seconds. That was the seventh fastest time of the night. Spotty Politics defeated the heavy favorite in this one. Number four, dying to be a hero. And the eight, B. Bouget. And the nine, remembering Mac was after that. Trial three. Only one qualifier out of this one as well. That's number four, Relentlessly. A gelding by, excuse me, a colt by He's Relentless out of the Carter's Cartel, Mare, Runaway Renata, Aguila Negra Racing, the owners, Jose Huerta, the trainer, and Raul Valenzuela had the ride. Second win of the year for Relentlessly. He set the fastest time going into the Oklahoma Derby, ended up a disappointing 10th in that one. Last year was runner-up in the Oklahoma Futurity as well. This one with earnings of 97000 career-wise. And the final time was 19.624 seconds, a 92 speed index, and a length and a half win over a proven filly. Number five, HR Princess Jess, just kind of stumbled at the break, didn't get out, just wasn't her race that time. Ran third in the Remington Park Derby earlier this year, just couldn't manage to make this one. Third was number two, A Political Phoebe, followed by the nine, Bayou a Cartel. Trial four, one qualifier out of this one as well. That's number four, A Political Gal, with the sixth fastest time on the night. A Political Gal is by A Political Jess out of the Corona Cartel, Mary Southern Gal, owned by L. Hendricks Horses, Clint Crawford, the trainer, and Francisco Calderon with the ride. Second win on the career for A Political Gal, qualified to the Remington Park Derby last time out. Ran sixth in the finals. Didn't make any stakes races last year, but was a maiden winner first time out in the Heritage Futurity Trials. 36000 in earnings for a political gal. The final time 
19.667 seconds, a 91 speed index. One at a length and a half over number one, BV Do It Again. And the nine, Paint Me Trace, another stakes winner, was in there for third, followed by the eight, Humphrey Prennyworth, in there for fourth. Trial five was the fastest on the night, won by number three, Instigator, who was the heavy, heavy favorite going into that one. He's by Ivory James, out of eye-popping by Mr. Eye-Opener, Barboza Racing Corporation, the owners. Adamira Carrizales, the trainer, and James Flores with the ride. That was the fifth win of his career for Instigator. Of course, last year, second in the All-American and Texas Classic Futurities, ran third in the Heritage Futurity last year. He's looking for his first stakes win of his career in the Heritage Place Derby. He's got a very good shot, too. 811,000 in earnings for Instigator. And the final time of 400 yards was 19.522 seconds, a 94 speed index. Won it by a narrow head. Over the second fastest qualifier, number four, Vocalize. He's a gelding by Kitty Up. Out of Thinking Out Loud by Check Him Out, HWD Racing Stables, the owners, Camiro Hernandez, the trainer, and Noe Garcia Jr. had the ride. That was the fourth start for Vocalize. First time out was sixth, then he ran ninth. So far this year, he won a maiden race at Remington, and second in the trials there. Looks like gelding him did the trick. He's a California bred by Ed Allred. 11,000 so far in earnings for Vocalize. Running third was ninth fastest qualifier, number two, Woody's Gold. A gelding by Woodbridge out of the Gold Case Mare, all about gold. Owned by Cavanaugh Quarter Horses, Clint Crawford, the trainer, and Francisco Calderon had the ride. That was the seventh start of Woody's Gold's career. That was the first time he's finished worse than second. He won the New Mexico State Fair Futurity last year. Was also runner-up in the Zia and Mountaintop Futurities. $326,000 in earnings for the New Mexico bred Woody's Gold. Fourth was number nine, Jess Rocketman. That one didn't qualify with the 10th fastest spot. On to the last trial, two qualifiers out of this one, including the third fastest time on the night, number 10, A Political Bird. This is a filly by A Political Blood out of the PYC Painter Wagon Mare, painted Lyco Bird, owned by Ron and Melanie Scholes. Eddie Willis, the trainer, Justine Kleber, had the ride. That was the fourth win of A Political Bird's career. Last year, managed to qualify to the Heritage Place Juvenile, ran third in that one. Was fourth in the Remington Park Derby last time out, 78,000 in earnings. The final time, 19.561 seconds, a 93 speed index. One at a length and a half over 10th fastest qualifier. Number six, CR, a political Joe in Iowa, bred by a political Jess. Out of the streak in La Jolla, Mayor LW Evening La Jolla. Richard Tobin and Kurt Tobin, the owners. Jason Olmstead, the trainer. Berkeley Packer with the ride. Both races for this horse were second place finishes at Remington this year. Second in the Jim Bader Futurity last year in Iowa and was the winner of the Hawkeye Futurity up at Prairie Meadows. Spanked 83000 in earnings and managed to qualify with the 10th fastest spot. Third was number one, One Incredible Hawk, and number four, His Time to Deal. Followed that. Congratulations to all the qualifiers over the weekend. Should be very interesting finals here in a few weeks.